If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, and I am so excited to be here with you today. In this episode, I am going to introduce you to Mayori, who is a certified integrative nutritional health coach focusing on healing lives through finding balance. She helps you understand your need to turn sugary processed foods for comfort by tapping into your emotional traumas and teaching you how to embrace acceptance and forgiveness so that you can step into your power, manage your anxiety, and show up for yourself fully every single day. So I will leave you with this before we start the episode. How sweet are you? Um, so May, I'll pass it over to you. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become a holistic health coach? Cool. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks for having me in your community. I've spent a little time seeing what's going on and it looks like a lot of fun and a lot of sharing. Um, and just, I think that's, that's caring, right? Like you, you guys are able to see what's going on in, with each other and, and helping with that. That's I think you're doing an amazing job for, for all of these people. Um, so yeah, thanks for having me here. I'm Mayuri, uh, known as Holistic Maymay. Um, I decided to become a health coach about three years ago. I think it's almost four years. Um, just my whole life kind of just went a bit topsy-turvy. Um, you know, from about 2015, my mom got really ill and she... Um, you know, diagnosed with heart disease and um, many of his sisters struggle with the same stuff. And then from there, we discovered there was, you know, something going on with my dad and it kind of, he had dementia and um, my parents lived a fairly healthy life. We grew up vegetarian. They grew up vegetarian. Um, my dad used to run. I mean, even in his early 60s, if we were on the beach, he would outrun me. And I mean, I used to do long distance running. So he would put me to shame every single time we were on the beach. <laughs> he would be in the gym and he would take part with these like 20 something year olds doing these, I don't know what you call them, but like these challenges where it's like a push up and a burpee and a this and a that. And then you got to go run 5Ks and he would do all of that with him. So he was physically healthy. He ate a good diet. 
Um, but, and, and I mean, you'll appreciate this because he lived a very high stress life. So his work was very stressful. Um, life was very stressful because of, you know, finances and, and, and looking after extended families and, and things like that. And he had a lot of responsibility on his plate. And, and near to the end, um, the career that he was in, they changed all the laws and he had to go back and study. And academics was never a, a strong suit for him. He was a talker. He was, a, he, he, you know, he had a passion for being with people. And um, when he had to go at the age of 61, I think it was, and write an exam, it just put him under so much of stress that I think it exacerbated his, um, the gene for, for dementia and, and all of that. And he was diabetic from the age of 40 as well, which had an effect on that. And um, I think he had that rebel personality. And ever since he was diagnosed with dementia, with diabetes, he would, when his blood sugar would drop, it was like kind of this, okay, I'll just have a quick cold drink or a Coke, you know, something like that. Um, and, and just keep me going. And the more and more I thought about what did he do wrong to, to, to lead him to where he is now? I mean, he's no longer with us, but when he was diagnosed with dementia, I, I kept questioning, you know, and especially my mom's sickness. And, and that just took me into this whole world of Google mayhem. And I, I learned so much about it. And I had actually diagnosed him with dementia before the doctors confirmed it just from my own research. And we didn't know what was going on with him for about two to three years. And I was like, it's dementia and, and this is why. And I pinned it down to, to sugar and I was dealing with brain fog and dealing with fatigue and dealing with um, candida and dealing with, you know, all these kind of issues. And I, the more I was researching, the more I was realizing the impact of sugar and stress on our bodies and the long-term impact. And that's when I just, I was in the design field and I just decided I was done. I needed to change my career because I was spending all my time researching all the stuff and not getting my work done. And my, I, I was running my own business and that sort of fell apart because I was taking care of my parents and researching and not doing my work. And that's when I came across IIN, which is the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And my whole life changed. Um, I remember just being six months into the program and my husband actually said to me, you know, even if you don't make a career out of this, it's done its job because I was changing in, in just six months, I was changing. My mindset had changed my energy for the food that I was putting into my body, as much as that had already changed so much, just by being in this program, the, the, the amount of personal work that I was doing, because if you're not in alignment with what you're going to be teaching, why are you teaching it? Right. So I slowly started making these steps and making these changes and it, it was just amazing to me. And yeah, so that's a, a very long story, but <laughs> uh, it's kind of the only way to explain how I got to, to being a, a holistic health coach. And my focus since then has, has purely been sugar with um, a touch on anxiety because I, I suffer with anxiety. Um, I, you know, was diagnosed with PTSD and mild depression for a while. And anxiety has kind of been there all the time. And that sugar anxiety it's just a vicious cycle. They, they feed each other and learning to manage the two is, is 
is is basically what I do for my clients, teaching them how to to manage the two of them together. No, thank you for that. That's a very comprehensive answer, and it, it speaks to why you do what you do. So I, I love it. Um, so what impact does sugar really have on our body? So you know we talk about stress, and anytime I think about stress, I just think about the imbalance. It's an imbalance of whatever's going on in your life and really your perception. But sugar, you consume that. And what type of stress or imbalance does it cause on your body that may lead to uh, mental or physical illness? Okay, that's a really good question. And um, there's, there's so much that I wouldn't even know where to start with answering that question, right? Um, the, the mental, the, 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 the damage that sugar does on our brain. I mean, there's still so much research that's, that's going on, but it, the first damage that it does is on our gut, okay? It creates an imbalance in our gut. Um, it, it increases the, the bad bacteria. It, it creates an imbalance in our microbiome, which all affects the functioning of our brain, right? Because the two, I mean, you know now, there's a lot of research out there um, that, that links the, the gut to the brain. Um, it, I hope I'm answering your question correctly here. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Um, it, it weakens, it basically first, it weakens our immune system, okay, which is setting us up to, to so much, especially now with COVID, that's something that we don't want. But it, it, it weakens our body's ability to, to respond to stress. And then I'm talking about stress particularly because I know that that's, that's your focus, right? Um, what it actually does is it suppresses a part in our brain that controls our response to stress. Yeah, and I think that's so important because when we're stressed, we crave sugar, right? A lot of us eat uh, sweets. Um, we want to drink, you know, sugary drinks. And the more sugar you consume, the more you crave it. So, <laughs> so I think that that's very interesting. Sugar and stress hand in hand is sounds like it's a no-no, right? Just in yeah, terms of our health. Definitely. Stress itself, you know, suppresses your immune system, comes with a whole bunch of effects on your health, such as high blood pressure, diabetes. Um, so yes, anxiety, depression, all of that stuff. So it sounds like- Yeah, heart disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obesity, yeah. 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 So I think a question that, you know, many people are probably thinking is, um, does our body process, you know, we hear brown sugar, white sugar, artificial sugar, agave, all of these sugar substitutes. Yeah. Does our body process it? Coconut same? sugar. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, do yeah. we process yeah. it the same? Is there, you know, some sugar that we shouldn't have, some sugar that we should have, natural sugar? Talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. So our brown sugar, our artificial sugar, our, our white sugar is all, is all basically processed the exact same way in our bodies, okay? I actually did a video recently on what's the deal about coconut sugar anyways. And because all of these, there's so many new recipes out there that are like, it's, it's sugar-free and then it's got two tablespoons of coconut sugar in it, right? Um, and it's actually no different to your body. It's going to give you that spike. Um, coconut sugar is, it's a natural sugar. So it's got a lot of good benefits to it rather than just having um, your, your normal table sugar, which is processed. Uh, so it does have good benefits, but 
from a processing perspective in your body, it's doing the exact same thing. It's spiking your blood glucose level. It's it's doing all of those things the same way. So honey, um, into blank. What were what were the examples that you gave? Your your brown sugar, your 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 white sugar, your agave, um, your your coconut sugars. All of those things are basically processed the same way. What is processed differently is a pure natural thing: an apple, um, uh, a banana. Those kind of things is what's processed differently in our bodies. We don't get that immediate. Um, spike in our blood glucose level but other than that everything is processed the same way that is good to know so it's okay to have natural sugar so like fruits and all of that yeah yeah but if you're gonna go sorry to cut you off if you're gonna go and have three mangoes you're gonna have a blood glucose spike okay (laughs) yeah in moderation right everything in moderation Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so is there a rec- recommended amount of sugar that someone should consume on a daily basis, you know, whether it's refined or processed sugar? Because, you know, it, it is a lifestyle, but is there, yeah. you know, like there's a recommended amount of salt, yeah. right? That someone should have. Does the same thing fall yeah. true for sugar? Yes, definitely. Um, it, it works out to about six t- teaspoons of sugar for females and nine teaspoons of sugar for males. I don't know why they get so lucky. They've just got a different processing <laughs> processing unit going on in their body that allows them those three extra teaspoons. Um, but to just give you uh, an example of what is, um, what would fall under this. So a can of Coke is equivalent to 9.75 teaspoons of sugar. And that is the daily requirement for a male. For a female, it is six teaspoons of sugar. Wow. wow. <laughs> so how many cans of Coke are you having in a day? <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, your packaged juices, all of that, probably have about five teaspoons of sugar in them. Um, those box, little box juices, or, you know, um, there's so many different brands out there. They have between five and 10 teaspoons of sugar in them. Um, a full bowl of or of um, Kellogg's or bran uh, cereal is 11 teaspoons of sugar. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So cereal is a definite no-no. Um, <laughs> try and move your breakfast over to oats or something whole grain that you can make yourself in the kitchen. Um, but all these things are definitely way over. I think the average, the latest research says that the average amount of sugar that the um, average person is having is between 22 and 35 teaspoons of sugar a day. Wow. That is amazing. amazing. I never even heard of coconut sugar. I, I, this is my first time hearing about coconut sugar. Okay. Okay. What should we be looking for when we look on the nutritional labels? Right. So I know like for me, I look at sugar, right. Is it two grams, one gram? So what should we be looking for? um, If we're really trying to eliminate sugar from our diet. Okay. So I love that we look at the nutritional labels um, and I think one of the members in your group posted that picture. I tried to Google it, but I couldn't get the ingredients as such on, you know, online. Um, the nutritional label is great, 
to understand the amount of sugar and carbohydrates and, and all of that. You know. However, they're counting your natural sugars and all of that as well, right? Um, so you could put a nutritional label on an actual mango and it would be pretty high in sugar, okay? But what for me is more important is just the ingredients list at the back, okay? That is more valuable than the nutritional information, that, that little breakdown of your carbohydrates of sugar and whatever. Um, the ingredients are more important because that's where you find all the hidden sugars. Okay. And it's really hard. This lifestyle that we live, this world that we live in, it's full, full, full of sugar. Okay. And convenience, unfortunately, trumps uh, a lot of the decisions, healthy decisions that we want to be making. And so that's why if we can learn to read our ingredients label a bit better, it will help us to choose the good sugars. So we want to want to look for I think if it's got a coconut sugar, it's probably better because it doesn't have, or it's got less of your um, dextrose and maltodextrins and um, molasses and, and all of those kind of, uh, your high fructose corn syrup or just corn syrup or, um, can't think of another one right now, but even just, you know, brown sugar. These are highly processed sugars, which have, very little value to it and a lot of chemicals and artificial ingredients in it, which is going to be the things that are going to cause inflammation, um, cause you to, to not be able to deal with your stress properly, um, cause the damage in our brains, cause the damage in our gut, adding more toxins into our bloodstream because it damages our gut, which causes that leaky gut syndrome, which lets all the toxins into our bloodstream, right? Um, so all of those bad ingredients. If you can go into Google and search um, the top 50 names for sugar, and you'll get the names like dextrose and maltodextrin and you know high fructose corn syrup. Um, so when you're looking at the label, the words are put in order of the amount that it's used. Is that good English? <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so the first five ingredients is basically what makes up the product that you're eating. Okay, so there's so many products out there where on the front of the label is like with olive oil or with coconut sugar or um, what what is the the famous uh, sugar that you guys have? Um, I, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry, but um, you guys have a, a natural sugar replacement in America. I I keep watching this guy, um, um, Flav City. I don't know if you watch him. No, he's he's from America and he goes around to your Trader Joe's and your Costco's and all of that. And he analyzes all the products and he shows you what's good for you. And, and I love watching his videos. Um, it just gives me food for thought. And sometimes it's got that on the front of the box. And when you look at the ingredient label at the back, it's like the last name there or the second last name. And that's because it's so little used. They use enough to just put the name on the ingredient first. Whereas there's maltodextrin and high fructose corn syrup, and these are the things that are making up your your product. So you say no to sweet and low mm. stevia and all of that, right? We shouldn't stevia. Stevia is fine. Stevia, stevia is fine. Um, it's it's stevia comes from a plant. Okay, that is not going to give you that spike in your blood glucose level. Um, stevia, sorry, that is what you were asking, what should be looking out for. Um, so, so stevia, 
uh, erythritol. Um, yeah, those two are probably a bit multi-lol, all the lols. Anything that's got a lol at the end is great, as well as stevia. And um, you've got xylitol, all of these kind of things. Um, they're not going to increase your blood glucose level. However, if you consume too much of it, it can have a negative impact on your blood. You could land up with diarrhea. You could land up with an up nausea, um, you know, just that upset sort of bowel happening if you have too much of it. So it's great. There's so many chocolates out here that have multilol as their, their sweetener, which is great, especially for diabetics, but it will send you straight to the toilet if you eat the whole slab. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk to us about, uh, we hear about sugar detox. Uh, so one, what is it? Two, is it sustainable or is it something we should do periodically in our lives? Okay. So I'm not too familiar with the term, like, I mean, we use, obviously everyone goes through sugar detox, but it's not too popular here, I guess. Um, but when you say sugar detox, you just mean something that's done kind of like how you're doing your fast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, it's valuable to bring awareness to yourself. Um, I do fear, however, that if it's a full on sugar detox, you could do a little bit of damage. Okay. Um, it's with all these diets, fad diets, you, you shock your body, you shock your body into starving itself from what it's used to having. Right. I'm all about slow and steady wins the race. So you could do a sugar detox, but you could take it slow and take three months to do it. Right. Where much like you've done, for the past eight days, you guys have just eliminated sugary drinks, right? And I think you're going to change it up next week or not. Yes, we, we are yeah. going to add to that. So we're going to remove some sugary foods from our, our diet or at least a and couple that's of amazing. meals. Yes. Yeah. And that's amazing because you're not just shocking your body. Might have shocked your body a little bit if you're somebody that drinks, you know, two sugars in their coffee six times a day or has a Coca-Cola every day or some sort of um, soda every day. So, but it won't be as much of a shock to the body if you had just cut everything out, right? And what that could do, it could make your body think that it's starving. It could, um, it could you know, up your stress uh, hormones. It could, you know, disrupt your sleep because now your body's like, okay, but how, how where am I going to get the energy from? And it's, it's completely freaking out, you know, to be totally basic about it. But yeah, I think I would do it very slowly, pick one thing at a time um, and go about it like that. If you wanted to do it periodically, uh, pick the thing that is your your go-to, your go-to sugar. Uh, if it is the soda, then maybe every couple of months for two weeks, cut out the soda. And that could be your detox rather than completely going on like a, like a complete cleanse, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And that brings me into my next question. Can you tell us a little bit about your Facebook group and, and the program that you have and really helping people make this a lifestyle? 
Sure. So um, I actually started my Facebook group kind of like a maintenance um, thing for my existing clients because they would do my sugar-freeing program and then be scared as to what was going to happen afterwards. And a lot of them do sign up with me, um, but those who don't would get, you know, a little bit frantic near to the end. Okay, but how am I going to stick to this? I need accountability. And I still wanted to be with them, even if they couldn't uh, do one of my other programs. And then I just decided, oh, let's just open it to everybody. And um, yeah, my Facebook group is basically where I share tips on, you know, ways to, to keep that way of slowly sugar-freeing because you're never going to just, my, my, my sugar-freeing program is a six-week program. You're never just going to free yourself from sugar in six weeks, right? That is just completely impossible and absurd to think. But it's about shifting the mindset, shifting why you need um, to move away from sugar. And, and I think that's actually one of the most important things. A lot of my clients who are diagnosed diabetic or pre-diabetic um, or insulin resistant, they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, yeah, cool. Um, cut sugar. Okay, bye. See you in six months. <laughs> and to, to do that is is a scary thing and you wouldn't even know where to start. And even if you did start, it would land up being this detox. And after two weeks and you've got these massive headaches and uh, rashes coming up because your body is detoxing, you're going to freak out and you'll be like, I can't do this. And you just stop. And then you don't even know what products to look at. And so that's what basically my, my six week program is about, is about teaching you about the products out there, teaching you what your body needs. And most importantly, understanding why you are craving that sugar what is the stress that is taking you to the sugar to find that comfort why do you need that comfort and and a lot of the time it comes down to something that happened 10 years ago or, or something that happened last year and that you totally forgot about but it's causing you it's something triggers you and you go to the sugar something triggers you the next day and you go to the sugar but you're not associating it with that trauma and so you just think well it makes me feel good so I'm just going to keep doing it and your brain is telling you it makes me feel good so go back there we need that thing right so it's it's my group is basically to help the people that want to go on this journey to to have those reminders, right? I mean, and and I don't only talk about sugar. I, I I talk about some of the other things that I coach on. And you know, you you mentioned I'm a holistic health coach, so I look at every part of your life, not just the nutritional part of it, um, the emotional side of it, the, the, the past trauma side of it, what's going on in your home currently? Um, is this the career that you set out to, to be in? Or is there something else that you want to be doing and you're just too scared to take that step? You live in fear of, well, this is what I've been doing for 25 years. So how dare I think I can actually do something else? Um, and, and I work on a lot of those kind of things uh, with my clients. So I actually do two free sessions a week and it's on a Monday night and a Tuesday. And well, it's Monday evening and Tuesday evening for me. So it'll probably be around um, midday, I think, for you guys. But where Mondays, I just chat health, life, 
whatever's going on, whatever I feel is, is relevant at that time. And then Tuesday is a sugar session where I chat about something like this, stress on your body. And then the next week I will do a recipe. So the recipe thing is pretty new. I'm very clumsy in the kitchen. So I never really wanted to be that health coach that is cooking and, you know, showing these perfect little but Buddha bowls. And I don't know, I, I suck at all of that. But I, my clients have been begging me. And so I was like, well, then you've just got to deal with the dishes behind me and me being, you know, fumbling in the kitchen. But because this is who I am. But I mean, these are the things that I make. These are the things that I love. It's all natural sugars and it's delicious. And we don't need to rely on chocolate cake and Coke to, you know, hit that sugar craving. Sorry, I talk about Coke a lot because I just see it so often. And, you know, you go to the stores and there's just Coke. And it, it just boggles my mind that we are in this world and feeding this to ourselves, number one, like where's the self-love here? And then to our loved ones, we're, we're feeding it to each other and it is just poisoning us. Um, um, but anyways, that's a whole topic for another day, right? Like I need to have like a whole Coke talk <laughs> all the time. But, um, but yeah. That, that's basically what my group is about and my six month pro, uh, my, my six week uh, program is just about sugar freeing and learning the basics about how to step out of your habits, how to step out of um, your cravings and how to really just look and see what's going to serve your body from an emotional perspective, from a mental health perspective and from a nutritional perspective. And then I've got many other programs, um, but please, you're welcome to join my group. It's completely free. Um, I'm just there to share advice to help you make better choices for yourself on a daily basis and to understand that it never, ever has to be as stressful as all or nothing. You never have to be in this really bad diet or this really good diet. There is a medium and you can find it. And I'm just there to help you do that. Now, that's awesome. And what's the name of your group? Um, holistic maymays, sugar freers. Good. Thank you so much for that. And I think you brought up a really good point about getting to the root of the problem. I think many times in life, you know, we do things just because we do it. That's how yeah. we were raised, but it comes a point in life when we have to take responsibility for our own health, our own lives. And, you know, if you know, something's not good, how do you wing yourself off? But you have to really um, understand that it's not good, right? Because that's going to be what motivates you to make the change. And any change you make in life is not easy. It's definitely a process. So it's always better to do that in a community of people who are supporting you. So I want to thank you for saying that to get to the root of the problem. Why do I grab the Coke? Why do I, you know, um, grab the candy bar. And, and a lot of people in, you know, the community and my community are saying that they're more mindful, even though we are just eliminating sugar from our drinks, but that mindfulness is so essential. That's really the start, right? So yeah. To kind of be aware. And then you make the choice. Do I drink the Coke or do I drink the water? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. So yeah. what are your thoughts around dark chocolate? I know dark chocolate is, um, a hot topic when we're talking about sugar. Do you have any advice on that? <laughs> I love dark chocolate. I actually did a whole um, video. I did a live in, in my group about dark chocolate. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, because 
so I mentioned I have a 16 month old baby. So I had my sugar pretty much in check until I gave birth. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, but like all the sugar cravings came back. And so I, I indulged a bit in my dark chocolate habit. <laughs> I call it a habit because it is. Um, and it got me thinking about the different types of dark chocolate that are out there. And I was at the store recently and it's become a habit to buy a slab of dark chocolate whenever I go to the stores. And I saw this whole new range of dark chocolate that were being imported from Peru and Barcelona. And I was like, wow, this must be amazing, right? It's coming from Peru. It must be the real deal, like cocoa, you know, from the cocoa bean. And I picked it up and I put it in my basket and I walked. And that was so unlike me. Whenever I pick up a, a new product, my instinct is to read the label, right? But because the sugar is so addictive. I saw this and I was blinded by Peru that I didn't even bother to, to check the label. As I was standing in the queue, it occurred to me, hey, maybe I should read this. Let's see what they put inside. There was so much artificial crap inside there. I was, I was mortified. I was depressed because I was just like this... I had like, I got so excited by just the word Peru that I didn't even think to look at the label. And dark chocolate is amazing. It has really good benefits, but it is the raw cacao in the dark chocolate that has the benefit. And because it is dark chocolate, the raw cacao content is so much higher than our milk chocolate or any other chocolate, right? And that's why it's 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 beneficial. Um, raw cacao is a superfood. It it has so many benefits for our body. You know, immune system. It, it boosts our immune system. It it you know has it reaches all the, the cells in our bodies really quickly to rejuvenate them. Um, it's got that little bit of caffeine in it that actually serves us. You know, there's so many articles out there that caffeine is good and caffeine is bad, but that little bit amount is just good enough for us to just you know revitalize everything. Um, so I think I know that the fad at the moment is dark chocolate is amazing and it is, but choose it wisely. Look at the ingredients at the back of the dark chocolate. Don't have too many blocks like I did. Um, <laughs> one or two blocks is just enough for the night. Um, it actually helps you sleep better. So having a bit of dark, if you're feeling snacky after dinner and you want to go for that packet of chips or biscuits or something like that have a block or two of dark chocolate and then that's going to help you sleep better as well awesome well thank you so much so i do have a rapid fire that i want i want to take you through before we wrap up but do you have any last words for our listeners before we uh, get into that i guess i, I want everybody to become sugar-free right <laughs> um, i just want to say that if this is something that you want to do Firstly, be incredibly proud of yourself that you're thinking about doing better for yourself um, and, and celebrate that fact because that's really, really important to do that, to, to note that you're trying to choose better for yourself. And those of you that have been taking part in Wendy's um, Sugar Fast, I mean, you guys are already there. You've, you've chosen better for yourself for the last eight days, which is magnificent. But what I want to share is that try not to get too stressed about it. It's, it's not the be all and end all. And you don't have to go all in and just take it day by day, week by week and choose 
a little bit better for yourself each time. And I think that is good enough. And eventually you will get to the place that you want to get to. That's awesome advice. Uh, try not to do too much at one time where, where you are stressed out about it. It should not yeah. be stressful at all. That's why we're in the community doing it together. It's supposed to be yeah. fun and healthy at the same time. So exactly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our rapid fire. So tell me the first thing that comes to your mind to finish these sentences or answer the question. Ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think. Wellness means? Love. I know I'm stressed when? I have 10 different thoughts in my head at once and I don't know where to start. My go-to stress management solution is? Breathe deep, deep, deep into my belly. The last time I had a belly laugh was? Um, probably this evening with my daughter. <laughs> nice. One thing I learned about myself during the COVID-19 pandemic is? Oh, that my anxiety is just an ongoing healing process. Yes. And the last one is I'm grateful for? For the love in my life. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us. This has been great. Oh, thank you for having me, Wendy. It's been so fun. And I always love talking sugar. So thank you so much for, for giving me an opportunity to do that. Yes, absolutely. And we'll have to have you back soon. Please do. We talk <laughs> yeah. about Coke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.